Hey guys, Pastor Jürgen here. We're so excited you're tuning into one of our amazing messages. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, it's going to be real, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to help you to grow stronger in your walk with God. It's going to put faith on the inside of you. It's going to cause you to be able to walk in greater dimensions of blessing and enlargement so that you can be a blessing to other people. Well, lean in, enjoy the Word. God bless you. You know, I'm going to preach a message tonight about communion. And, and the title of the message is The Power of Communion. And that, I don't have any points. We're just going to go to it. And so it's a back to basics. It's a foundational teaching on the, on the Word of God that is so powerful. But it's, it's really powerful to me because I had an experience with, with communion that, that, uh, that I can talk from a person that, uh, that the enemy deceived into a person that God transformed and God gave me clarity. So I'm going to, most of you know that I was an altar boy when I was a kid from about 10 to 16 years old. And before I put a picture up here, um, it was my rookie card. I was 10 years old and I was serving in my first mass at my sister's wedding. The, the pictures in black and white, not because when I was a kid there was no color pictures. And I was born with hair, and you can see me right there. Okay? So from 10 to 16, that's, that's what I was doing. Uh, but I had the experience, I, I, I served in a lot of mass, in masses and, 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 um, and been there with a lot of communions and every every Sunday there was communion and sometimes you know we would finish the mass and it was a big church a huge church and I would walk out with a crucifix in my hand the gold huge crucifix in my hand and I would walk out and and the priest would be behind me we're like his detail we're kids we thought we were it we thought we were it and I would walk out to, to, to the outside of the church and yet I did not know the power of the cross. We had communion every Sunday, and I did, know, did not know or understand the power of communion because the enemy had deceived me. The enemy had distorted that view. What, what, when I grew up in, 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 in the church, in, in the Catholic church, um, I thought that I had to perform. I thought that I had to, my, my salvation was based on works. I didn't understand grace. It was the law. So I was trying to, to behave, I was trying to do good, I was trying to, but then I would fall into my sins and then I would be so guilty that it became a vicious cycle and I, and I felt condemned. To me, God was a policeman, God was a traffic cop, God was a condemning God. And to make it all worse, in my family, when you did something wrong, Dios te va a castigar. God is gonna punish you. So from every angle, I couldn't get it right. From every angle, I couldn't get it right. And, 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 and until we had this encounter with Christ. But let me share a little bit of our testimony, how we came to Christ. We went to a, to a convention. I was working, in, and we just started working in the family business. And my wife and I went to a convention. And we flew from Tucson, Arizona to Anaheim, California. And on the way over, my, my sister-in-law, who was the only Christian in the family, she had just come to Christ, was going with my brother. And she sat next to us on the plane. My wife was, grew up Mormon. She had read the Bible, didn't understand it. 
And I was Catholic. I never read the Bible, and I didn't understand it, and I was, I was so confused. But on the flight over, we asked, we, we had been married four months. On the flight over, we asked uh, my sister-in-law a lot of questions. And on the plane, she would answer us with a Bible. She would give us the Bible, read this scripture, read this scripture. And we started reading, and we started, so the whole flight, she, she showed us, uh, she answered our questions, and she, we read in the Bible. So we get to the convention, we're there three days, and on Monday, we're checking out of the hotel. My wife and I were flying back to Tucson, Arizona, and she was going, flying with my brother to Denver, Colorado for a business trip, and she tagged along, and my brother was so happy that she was going with him because he traveled a lot alone. And when we're checking out, my sister-in-law says, you know what, I'm not going. I'm not going with you. I don't know, I, I just can't go. I, I, there's something that in me that's telling me not, not to go to Denver. So my brother gets all upset, you know, marital problems and all that, and they go, you know, drama. And we, my wife and I move to the side, let them do deal with the drama. And uh, so she doesn't go. And, she, and so she gets the ticket and flies back with us. Well, on the airport, on the flight, in an hour to our home from Tucson to Nogales, Arizona, we just asked and asked questions and asked questions because my wife and I were searching for God and she answered and she ministered to, we, I mean, it was just a Bible class all the way through. And we got home on Monday. On Tuesday, I go to a Christian bookstore. We bought two Bibles. We start reading the New Testament. We started to read the Gospel of Matthew. And we get to the Gospel of Matthew, so we go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday comes along. Never been to a Christian church, didn't have an idea what goes on in there. Uh, what am I going to expect? You know, people jumping around or something like that. Uh, our masses were, hello, kneel, sit down, boom, boom, boom. That was our masses. But when, we, when Sunday came around... You know, we asked her, our, our sister now, what church do you go to? And she said, you know, we go to the Assembly of God Church in, in our town. So we step into the church, and uh, they start with, with uh, worship uh, right away with some, with some hymns. And I walked into the church, and they sing this hymn. It says, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I'm happy all the day. And that was such a divine moment because I received my sight. I didn't understand what God was doing. I didn't understand Christianity. But that song and that chorus, I only, the first time I heard it, it was recorded in my heart. I was searching for God. And I understood. And I said, something is real here. Something is real. Then, I, then they keep on singing, and I look to my right, and I see my wife lifting her hands, and, wow, you're holy. I said, I've never seen that. She, people were lifting. She, wasn't, she never had lifted her hands in anything in that. And I look at her. So then we walked out, and we said, we know this is the truth. We know the Word of God is the truth. We know that they, what they taught is the truth. So... So I, I, went, I understood what grace was, unmerited favor. I understood that God loves me. I understood 
that, that burden that I had, I carried a burden in my heart of condemnation constantly. I carried a burden on my heart that I was trying to, 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 be, to be found in right standing with God, but I could never attain it. And when I understood, when I left that church that day and I heard that song, that's how God spoke to me and revealed his grace towards me. So I, I felt like this burden, this spiritual burden that I carried for so many years because I couldn't understand was removed. And, uh, and, and from there on, we started to read the word of God. And what I found out is, and, and what I learned is that God's greatest concern has been for the lost, and I was lost. God's, you know, that's why we, the, if you can put the scripture, the most famous scripture in the world is John 3.16, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whoever believes in him not, not perish, but have everlasting life. And when I read, now when we read that, and when I read that, it's, it spoke to me. I understood that God loves people, that he doesn't want nobody to perish. I understood that the, the greatest tragedy for man is to be lost, and the greatest gift to man is to be saved, right? And that Jesus Christ came to save the lost. And, and the greatest price, you know, Jesus paid for our, you know, the, for, for our redemption. And we're going to talk about communion. We're going to talk about the scene. So at the Lord's table, when, when, and we're going to read the scripture right now, but I want to set it up. You know, they're, they're all together. In fact, Jesus, Jesus has sent somebody and told them, when you see this guy walking with a jar of water in his head, tell him we're going to be at their house. So he sent somebody, and, and they, find, they find the guy, like always. Jesus never wrong. And they go, they, they go to the house, they prepare a room for them, and they have the Last Supper. They're having a meal there, right? And Jesus is with everybody around there. And Jesus had told his disciples what was coming. Jesus had told them that he was going to be sacrificed. He told them he was the lamb that was going to be slaughtered. But they did not understand. They, they didn't understand what was going on. In fact, uh, well, we're going to see right now. But we're going to read... Um, 1 Corinthians 11, 24 through 26, and it's talking about the bread. I forgot to put 23. Uh, and it says, and when they had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. He says, do this in remembrance of me. And the body, you know, the, the bread of life was going to be broken, right? Jesus was going to be broken. And, and I don't know, but I, if you've seen the movie The Passion or when you read the scriptures where Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, before he's even beaten once up, before they hit him, before they, they, uh, they physically attack him, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he is overwhelmed. He's with sorrow. He's already in anguish because he was going to carry what was coming. He was going to carry the sins of the world. He already was feeling the weight of the sins of the world. And uh, he even prays three times, right? Lord, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but your will be done. When we were in Israel, we went with, with the church on, in 2000, I think, 17. We were there in, in the Garden of Gethsemane on the first trip that the, that the church had. And uh, I was walking around there, and all of a sudden, 
I felt this, this sorrow. I felt this anguish. I felt, and I, and I said, what's going on? I was praying. Because one thing that you'll notice in Israel, when you, when you go to Israel, that you're going to have some God encounters in different places. It's the most beautiful place, and, and God meets you there. So I'm there, and I'm feeling this anguish in the Garden of Gethsemane and, 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 and this sorrow, and I'm trying to pray and say, Lord, what is this? I feel this, this tremendous heaviness. And I feel the Holy Spirit just say, you know, it's just a little glimpse of your sin, but I took the sins of the world. And for me, the Lord was speaking, and, and he was showing me that. So the body of Christ, you know, the body was broken, you know, for our sins. And he says, the blood represents the new covenant. Before, in the Old Testament, it was the old covenant where they had to sacrifice a, a lamb, and they would uh, cut it open and drain the blood and sprinkle the blood. But now we have the Lamb of God, and that's what he's talking about, the new covenant, the covenant of grace. And uh, one time here, not too long ago, when we were in the new building, in fact, I shared in a, on, a testim- on a communion Sunday, I was sitting in the front, and I was, we, we were worshiping, and we came to a time of communion, and I was telling the Lord, Lord, you know, to me, it's so ugly what happened to you. To me, it's so, to think about that, to see you on the cross, to see you just the way they executed you right there on the cross is so ugly and that memory to me I don't like it and I and again the Holy Spirit says let me make it beautiful for you he said you know when they put the crown on my on my head and the blood ran ran down I want you to remember that love covers a multitude of sins my blood covers you and he said when when they had my my arms nailed to the cross, that means I can't close them. I can't close them. My arms are always open to you. And when you see the, the, the nails on the cross on my feet, just remember that I'm always there for you. I will never run from you, no matter what. And, and God really has been showing me, and, and I've been able to, to to understand little by little more of what the sacrifice meant. When, when we're in Christ, we're growing and growing, and God is revealing himself, and, and, and there's so many benefits. There's so many things associated with communion. If you ask the Lord, if you do a study on communion, you're going to see how, that God is going to continue to reveal things into your life, continue to show you things, and continue to show you, show you the benefits too. Like, Jesus paid the price that I couldn't pay so that we could be justified now I understand grace, unmerited favor. Now I don't have to strive anymore to try to meet a standard. Now I'm under the, uh, under the blood. I'm adopted. The benefits of the sacrifice of Jesus, the benefits of the blood covenant, is that I'm adopted. I'm a child of God. I'm adopted to God's family. I am born again. You know how many people would like to go back and redo their lives? But we are born again. We can start a fresh, a new life, forgiving, not have to carry the weight of our mistakes and experience a new life, a new path, a new walk, a new freshness. And uh, we experience forgiveness where, where guilt and shame is removed, right? Isn't that beautiful that guilt and shame can be removed from our life? And then we have power over sin, Sin no longer has control of my life. 
before I was in habits that controlled my life. I was in habits that, that I couldn't get rid of until the cross, until I understood the power of the cross and the shedding of the blood. Now those habits don't control me anymore. There's a point where we might slip, but those, those habits don't control me. And before I was a prisoner, and it's the worst place to be because you can't break that cycle. You can't break the chain until the blood breaks it, until, right? And then we receive healing. You know, when we come to Christ, when we, we understand the power of the atonement, we receive healing, healing from things that have happened to us, even physical healings. You don't have no idea how many people just by taking communion at their home when they're sick, receive healing. There's testimonies after testimonies. But also, we share in the life of Christ, right? And when we share in the life of Christ, you know, our, we, we, our mind is renewed. And we can say, I can. I can love God. Before, I didn't think I could because I wasn't there. I could, I, 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 the, the enemy had distorted my, my perception of God. I, I remember, um, I can love people. And I, I'm going to share this story. I remember this man who was a tough cookie. One of the, I mean, bad words, cussed all the time, was, I mean, just a person that you wouldn't want to be around. And he comes to faith. And he passed away a few years ago at 91. And he was the biggest teddy bear you ever seen, loved. He started the orphanage where we served uh, 16 years ago. And, uh, and just a, a life transformed that from, a, from a bitter, from an angry person to be transformed because he can, because he's under the blood, yeah. right? And then we can love ourselves, right? Because of the covenant, we can love ourselves. You know, uh, I don't think I loved myself during that time, during my time of struggle, but when I understood, now I can love and say, hey, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. And I am okay, by the way. I look okay. I feel okay. But, but I am okay. I can love myself and I can, I can forgive. I don't have to hold any grudges. I, I, I have the power to forgive. I can walk in freedom. Ooh, walk in freedom is one of the greatest things we can experience as believers. When we were bound, now we're free. We can walk in freedom. And, 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 and if there's a place where they teach you to walk in freedom very well, it's here. Because we don't let you stay where you are. Right? If there's an issue, we'll confront it. We'll help you pray for it. But we're going to give you the plan to walk in freedom. And if you don't believe me, the general Christina Science is here and she takes care of that. Yeah. But communion is a weapon. Right? Because in communion, in the sacrifice, Jesus conquered death, right? And, and, uh, and we can tell the enemy, I know most of you wanted to say these words, I'm just warning you, but we can tell the enemy, Jesus conquered, you're defeated, and devil, you can go to hell, right? <laughs> to him, we can tell him, no? But... So in my walk, so I'm, I'm experiencing this transformation. I'm experiencing, I'm understanding what communion is and, 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 and what the benefits are. But at the same time, when, when I get, when I, I start to receive revelation from God, 
And I want to put Matthew 6, 19 through 13, and I want all of you guys to read it because it's significant for me. Can we all read it together? In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Okay, I recited that prayer hundreds of times when I was, my mom, there was no getting away. You got you catechism, you got to learn the Lord's Prayer. So even before I took my first communion, I had to recite that prayer. But in my life, for many, many years until I came to Christ, I, I recited that prayer. But it had no connection. Really, it didn't mean much. Because it hadn't been revealed. But when I received Christ, when I came to Christ, and when I understood what he did for me, the word came alive. And now this prayer, not only do I understand it, but it's a connection, it's a communion, it's a relationship with Christ. When I pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, I don't just pray that. I pray, Lord, how beautiful you are. You're a merciful God. I love you. Thank you for what you did on the cross. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace, Father. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, I pray that your kingdom come on earth. Lord, I pray. I thank you that you've given me a life of purpose. I thank you that I can represent you, Lord, here. That I'm part of your establishing the kingdom of heaven on earth. I thank you that I have a purpose, an assignment in my life. I thank you that I'm part of your family. And that you are calling me to serve. And then it says, give us this day our daily bread. Father, I thank you that you're my provider. I thank you that you are the one working behind the scenes in my business. And the orders and the sales that I receive is because you're working behind the scenes because you are my provider. You're the one that provides absolutely everything because every good and perfect gift comes from you. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debts, uh, debtors. Lord, I thank you that I no longer have to hold grudges. I thank you that as you forgive me, I will forgive others. I thank you that, that uh, no matter what happens, Lord, I have to release. And I thank you, Lord, that you took my sins on the cross and I will step in to forgive those who have persecuted me, Lord. I thank you. And not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, I thank you for the power of the cross. I thank you that you defeated Satan. I thank you that I walk under your authority, Lord. I thank you that you made me an overcomer, that I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. And, and yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And how beautiful is that? That when we understand, when we get revelation from God, the Word of God becomes alive. And the, good, the Word of God continues to transform our lives. You see, the sacrifice was one thing. But God says, I come to give you life and life in abundance. It doesn't end in the sacrifice. You guys have a calling. There's a purpose. There's more to life, right? And we get to serve our, our Father in heaven. So tonight, what I want to do is, um, we're going to take, all of us, we're going to take communion. And we want what my heart's desire 
is that we understand where we I don't where we're at. We we reflect and and we make uh, examine ourselves in First Corinthians eleven twenty eight. If we can read it, it's right after the the Lord's Supper. It says everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat the bread and drink from the cup. So what I would like for all of us to do is to stand up. We're going to take communion, but now we're going to examine ourselves. Lord, if there's anything that needs to be corrected, Lord, if there's any sin in my life, I repent. Lord, if I mistreated someone, I repent. If I haven't taken you seriously, Lord, I want to be close to you. If, I, if, if there's anything, Father, if there's anything in my life that needs to be adjusted, Lord, I want to stand before you. I want to stand with a heart of thanksgiving, Father. Let that be our prayer. So, everybody, let's close our eyes and I'm just going to pray and then we're going to take communion. Then we're going to worship. And, and what I want you to do is we're going to have ministry time with the Holy Spirit in our seats for a few minutes after we take communion and we're going to which is going to come before him and worship him. Thank you. Thank him for what he did on the cross. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for, because of the shedding of the blood, there is remission of sins. Thank you, Father, that you saved us, that you rescued us, Lord. We thank you, Lord that you paid the price, you paid our ransom, that, that they punished you like if you lived our lives and you lifted us up like if we lived your lives, Lord. What a beautiful story. What a loving Father you are, Lord. We worship and we praise you, Lord. We give you all honor and all glory, Lord. We surrender our heart to you, Lord. Lord, we want our walk we want to rededicate our life, Lord. We want our walk to be just a closer walk with you, Lord. We surrender everything we've been holding on to, Lord. We give you everything, Lord. Lord, let your will be done in our lives, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We give you control of our lives, Lord. Lord, we pray that we would bear much fruit, Lord. That the fruits of the Spirit would be flowing in our lives, Lord. That people will know us because your love is in us, Lord. Lord, help us to correct the areas of our character that needs to be corrected, Lord. Lord, whatever needs to be corrected in our hearts, Lord. In our actions, Lord, we ask that you correct them, Lord. Lord, we just want all of you, Lord. Lord, there's no greater time that we can spend in your presence, Lord. There's no one better, Lord, to rebuild us, Lord, to regenerate us, Lord, to renew our minds, Lord, change our thinking, Lord, change our mindset, Lord. Lord, may we align our thoughts to your word, Lord. 
may we be men and women of the Word of God that are, that are love to read the Word of God, that want to spend time with you, that want to spend have that fellowship, that communion with you, Lord, that is not only here in the church, but it's outside, it's in our home, it's with our kids, it's with our families, Lord. Lord, I pray for a new, stronger relationship with you, Lord. Lord, we know that you called us, Lord, to change San Diego, to change the United States. You called us to be world changers, Lord. We don't put limits in what you want to do, Father. We want to take ground, Lord. You called us to be your disciples, to go and make disciples, to go and seek the lost, to go and be fishers of men, Father. And tonight we tell you, here we are, here I am, Lord. We say, here I am, Lord. Do as you please, Lord. Help us to set our priorities straight, Father, that we can put you first in every area of our lives, Lord. We know that if we seek the kingdom of God first, everything else shall be added unto you. And we trust that, Lord. But tonight, Lord, we surrender. Lord, we don't take for granted. We don't make common, Lord, the Lord's Supper. If we do it, if we've done it, Lord, we, we repent, Father. But tonight, we just want to flow in your presence, Lord. Flow in your love, Lord. Lord, we're just so grateful, Lord. You're beautiful, Father. We worship, we praise you. Lord, help us, Lord. Help us to, to teach our, our children, Lord. Help us to win a city, Lord. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, Lord. In Jesus' name. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.